The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are going to do Proving Grounds 4, which is called the Troll, Troll Hunter. Jirig Alwath is better known throughout the realms by his infamous moniker, the Troll Hunter. When by chance he became involved with the legendary monster slayer and his rugged band of huntsmen, you soon find yourself in for more adventure than even you. Then, than you ever bargained for. Alright, Jurig Olaf, the Troll Hunter. Here's the law book entry. One of the more infamous characters prowling the wilds and alehouses of the North Portlands is a man by the name of Jurig, better known to most by his near-legendary moniker, the Troll Hunter. Once the the feared leader of the Black Black Guard, Jurig has long since given up any direct ties with that outfit and with the Night Whispers in exchange for the life of a freelance monster hunter, Jurig's speciality, and that of the men who find themselves in his employ, is hunting down and slaying of trolls. He's invented a we- special weapon that helps him with that effort and calls it the Troll Bunch, Jurig's status, and the tales of his various exploits have become nearly legendary throughout the realms. Although he is still viewed by many as an untrustworthy outlaw sort, a common part of the legend is that he has never been bested in combat and fears no living man. Whether or not this is true, he is almost certainly amongst the most skilled warriors of the age. Okay, who is the Blackguard? The Blackguard was, in years past, a well-equipped unit of wilderness fighters, supported and maintained by the Night Whisperers. The, the t- Blackguard was tasked with assignments that involved combat and confrontation, on both large and small scales. In many instances, it was the only public face of the shadowy Night Whisperer's Brotherhood. In this, in this infamous, this infamous band of warrior woodsmen was led by a man named Jurig Elwoth, better known by the moniker attributed him later on, the Troll Hunter. All right, and what is the Troll Bond? This odd-looking weapon was invented by Jurig Elwoth. A man better known to many as the Troll Hunter. It consists of two heavy blocks of wood, sometimes studded with iron spikes, attached to one, attached one right above the other to the end of a sturdy iron or steel pole. When swung in a crossing downstroke, the heavy blocks spin on the pole and slide down its length at the same time. A perfectly executed stroke with the troll bond will strike a troll in three vital areas on a single stroke, doing heavy damage, and at times killing the creature outright. Jurig is the only known master of this odd weapon, and he has taught its use to many of those in his in, in his employ proficient enough to wield it. Yes, hopefully he'll teach us that too. In fact, I'm, I'm sure he will, because I've done this before. Alright, 
Select the Troll Hunter. Welcome, Part 1. Welcome to Windlorn. Your brief stop in the town of Windlorn was only meant to allow for the taste of the famous Red Fox Ale at Tallspun's Ale House. So the first part is called A Taste of Ale. Here we go. The moment you step into Tallspin's Ale House in Windlawn, you find yourself barraged with coarse, insulting comments from a rugged band of five men seated at the table just inside the front doors. When you turn to acknowledge them, one of them picks up a crust of bread from the table and hurls it at you, striking me on the back. Be a nice thing and pick up that pick that up for me, will you? He grins, patronising. When you return his jab with one that elicits laughter from the other outhouse patrons, the man leaps to his feet, clearly angered by the cutting retort. Maybe you ought to take care who you spit those words at, he says gruffly, as he starts frettingly towards you. Okay, this person is incredibly stupid, and is going to have a very bad time. I have lots of options here. Unarmed combat, telekinesis, illusion, archery, diplomacy, weaponry, and all the weaponry sub-skills. If they're above level 30. I haven't leveled them all above 30, but I think they're all pretty much... They're all going to be pretty similar, I think. Alright. Hmm. But which one to use? Hmm. Telekinesis. It succeeded. 32 experience to telekinesis. It takes you only a moment for you to utilise your mastery of mind over matter to produce the desired result. As the uncouth man approaches, you direct a powerful surge of mental energy at him. Driving his left leg directly in the path of the right, he cries out in alarm. And as he stumbles and then pitches forward, Landing face first on the floor. He staggers to his feet, his face flushed with anger. Before he has a chance to act, you thrust out your hand towards him, and a powerful, invisible force slams into his chest, driving him back against the far wall. Obviously unnerved by your apparent mastery of magic, the man mutters a quick apology and sits back down among his jeering cohorts. Well, I guess you should be glad you're not that hurt. Just your pride. But really, you had far too much of that. You nod curtly, in acceptance of his humbled requital, and set about getting yourself a taste of the infamous Red Fox Ale you came out of your way seeking. The Red Fox Ale is well deserving of its stalwart reputation. The thick, quick, creamy ale is both filling and refreshing, and after swiftly drowning your first frothing wagon, you probably order a second. The tavern keep, an unshaven man with thin lips and a pasty, tasty complexion, eyes you curiously as he serves you up a special drought of the house speciality. Not, don't mind my stare, he says somewhat cosmetically. It's not every day we see a being of your standing coming in here. Seeking up adventure this way, are you? You engage in harmless small talk with the tavern keep, preferring to keep any information of importance out of the conversation. After several minutes, he makes mention of the unpleasant incident that occurred when you first entered his establishment. Sorry. Sorry I had one in with a crew like that, he says apologetically. You get their tights passing out this way in the wild country. Most are just passing through, down on their luck, high on pride and spoiling for a fight. Looks as though you've no trouble handling yourself, as I would expect no less. Any event, don't let it reflect on our fine tavern and our fine away here. Another drought. drought. On the house, you know. You've taken your first sip of the new flagon of ale, and the tavern keep says something that commands your, account, commands your attention. He tells you that Dewey Gulwath, a man better known throughout these parts as the Troll Hunter, 
passed through the town a couple of days ago with a sizable band of his fellow huntsmen. They've been hired to deal with a bit of goblin trouble in these parts, he says, plainly showing his disdain for the infamous woodsman and making an unflattering face. You are to ask me, I'll tell you straight away that he and his folk are nothing but trouble themselves. Pity, seems a pity we have to rely on a band of uncivilised mercenaries to what our king and his thanes ought to be doing. By the old father, I'll attest it's a mess. Despite his thoughts to the contrary, you, you have a keen desire to take this opportunity and meet the almost legendary figure known throughout the North Broadlands as the Troll Hunter. Tavern, the tavern keep seems somewhat taken aback when you ask him if he knows the whereabouts of Jig on his band. But he quickly recovers from his surprise and shakes his head. Why should that surprise me, he smirks. I suppose someone like, like that does hold interest for an adventurer like yourself. Last word given me was they were camped out in the ruins of an old church on the western edge of town. Unless they've already laid steel to the goblins that are after, I'd wager they're still up that way. You thank the tavern keep, finish your ale, and set out at once for the western edge of Whitlawn. The old church is just over two miles west of the town centre, and as you approach the grumbling, moss-covered shell of the once-glorious stone structure, you can plainly see a thick column of grey smoke rising out of the mist of the ruins. As you draw closer to the ruined church, you can hear the sound of a lute being strummed and several voices harmonising the latter half of an ancient traveller's rhyme. The sudden sound of movement to your right freezes you in your tracks. Your head snaps in the direction of the sound and you find yourself staring at a bearded man whose, hev whose heavy crossbow is levelled leveled at your back. What brings you up this way, stranger? And that ends this this part and gets you 16 experience to general. Alright. Alright, part alright, the next part is called goblin work. Well, that's what I got the goblin doom for. The man whose crossbow is levelled at your chest quickly lowers the weapon and apol apologises upon recognising you. You'll forgive me, I hope, he says, bowing cautiously. Your reputation precedes you, Sir Crokington. Jig will be happy to know we've such an illustrious visitor to our camp. You're led into the wounds of the old church, in the midst of which is situated a well-organised encampment. A tall man, his broad shoulders and thick, sinewy arms betraying an immense physical strength, rises from his seat next to a roaring fire and steps forward to meet your approach, his hand extended as he prepares to initiate a shoulder cross. It's your first glimpse of the man known as the Troll Hunter. Honour to meet you, sir, Conkerton, he says. For you even had a chance to introduce yourself. I've heard of your doings on and off for quite some time. I must say it's an impressive bit of work all round. You return his friendly greeting and he offers you a seat next to him at the fire and hands you a wooden bowl full of steaming stew. When I heard that someone had put iron to Justice Garn, I could hardly believe it. But when I heard... I heard your name come up, I have no more doubts. You'll have to tell me about the whole story someday. Alright, he's referring to the giant saga. As you meet as you eat the surprisingly tasty stew, Dewey tells you that he and his men have been in the area for over two weeks dealing with a particularly stubborn and vicious group of cave goblins. He says the goblin problem is worse than he could have imagined. And he said four men desert his ranks in the last two days. These are a tougher breed than most, he says. Carving on a stick with a broad-bladed knife. To be honest, Sir Crokington, we could use someone like you. The fight's been more than unexpected. 
and I'm not sure I've got enough enough men to last it out. Sometimes I wish it was dust trolls. I surely do. You ask Duke about the goblins, and he tells you that he's learned they are led by a savage tree of goblins brothers who look after their aging father who was once a mighty goblin huntsman I've heard tell of them for quite some time he says tossing the stick he'd been whistling into the fire there's no name for them that I know but I like the chance to square off with all three of them haven't seen hide or hair of them since we come up this way though we've laid a good number of their number of their clan but we've laid down a good number of their clan we found out and about in the woods, usually after dark. Duke tells you that just over an hour ago, a pair of his men returned from the scouting mission, reported they had found a cave to the north that was surrounded by a goblin sign. There's no doubt that that's where they're hiding out, he says, looking up from the fire and settling his gaze upon you. I'm sending four of my men to look into it a little more before we storm it. I'm all too familiar with the tricks the goblins play. They love nothing more than to leave their prey into an ambush show. What do you think, think, Sir Crokerton? If you're up for it, I'd be honoured to send you along with them. If you're honest, I'd appreciate your assessment of it all. Duke tells you he'll cut you in on the payment they're receiving for the services here. He offers to give you half his own share, 500 gold. There's likely to be more of that to go around, he says. I've got a knack for negotiating a higher tally before all is said and done. Now, I can use diplomacy to get more gold, but nah, I don't particularly need it. Accept the offer of 500 gold. And don't worry, Sir Crokerton, says Duke, after you accept the offer. There'll be more. You can be sure of that. Duke smiles and meets you in the shoulder cross. The four the four men set setting off the cave with you are Tibstock, Jod, Purig, and Dog. Each of these men have been in Jig for nearly three years, and all are experienced woodsmen and warriors. It was Purin who discovered the cave, and is eager to return and further investigate it. Anything crossing past with the five of you, better do so on friendly terms, laughs Drig, as you make ready to depart the camp. Before you leave, Dewey gathers the five of you into a circle, and says a brief prayer for the success of your mission, and for a swift and safe return. No heroes, he calls out after you, as the five of you make your way out the wounds of the church and into the forest. Find out if they're holed up in that cave and get back here. Led by Purin, you trek north through the woods for over a mile before your destination finally comes into view. From the top of the steep hillock, you gaze down upon a border-strewn section of the forest, in the midst of which, set into the base of a steep encampment, is the wide, dark mouth of a cave. Careful now, says Purin, stroking his his scarred chin as he peers down at the cave mouth. Let's go, but be careful. Jod, Jog, take the flanks. Thanks, Duke Chipstock. Watch your back. Sir Crokerton, if you don't mind, the two of us can draw up, draw up in front. Spread out. Spread out. And go slow. In the exact formation Bruin had described, the five of you descend from your vantage point and begin a steady but cautious approach of the cave. You're less than 30 yards from the cave mouth when Purin suddenly stops and holds up his hand as in a signal silence. Something tells me. The sharp, unmistakable snapping of, a li- of at least a dozen bowstrings suddenly wings out, sending your mind and pulse racing. You are under attack. Alright, I've got some options. I've got fortification... Woodmanship, or just take cover. Woodmanship, I just want to see what it does. Well, it succeeded. 64 XP to woodmanship. Realising that the tangle of nearby lo- of a nearby laurel patch would provide shielding from the arrows now wading down upon you, you leap into the thick undergrowth and take cover. 
protective canopy of the laurel spares you from being struck by the deadly missiles, but the painful streams of your four companions makes your blood run cold. You emerge from the laurel, horrified by the sight that greets your eyes. Oh no. All four of your companions are dead. The victims of the crude goblin shafts that now whittle their bloodied, lifeless bodies. The rain of arrows has ceased, but you suddenly find yourself confronted by a new danger. Four snarling cave goblins emerge from the thick of the forest and step into your path. The band of gruesome humanoids, each wielding a serrated sword, advances fearlessly upon you. All indications are that formidable band of this is a formidable band of battle-hardened warriors. So I've got a few options. I could just attack them. I could use elementalism, telekinesis, illusion, gating, or arch. Mm, illusion. Succeeded. Thirty-two experience to illusion. A swarm of black wasps suddenly surges past you. Buzzing furiously as it hurtles towards the startled goblins. Two of the goblins turn and flee in the face of the illusionary insects, shrieking wildly as they bound off through the forest. The two that are left rush forward, eager to cut down the human spellcaster. Well, wait, wait, the spellcaster in their mist. Let's just ignore that human bit. Not currently human. Was human, but not right now. You fight for your life against a pair of savage cave goblin warriors. Alright, it's two cave goblin warriors. They attack you viciously. I attack them even more viciously. Your enemy deals you a brutal blow for seven damage. And they are now slain. Dove XP. The bloodied, twisted remains of the goblin litter the forest floor at your feet. Before you even had a chance to rest... Three more of the vicious humanoids stalk out of the forest, each wielding a stout wooden spear. The goblins rush forward and you quickly find yourself struggling to fend off their spirited attack. Three cave goblin hunters, who are now the hunted. The cave goblin hunters attack you viciously and they are slain. 37 experience. The goblins are dead. You step back from the pile of corpses, remain watchful for nearly a minute, half expecting to face a deadly, a steady stream of the vicious creatures pouring out of the woods. When it becomes apparent no further attack is imminent, you turn and with great sadness, suddenly look upon the remains of your four slain companions. Tibstock, Jod, Pruin and Jarg are dead. You bow your heads and silently pray. You bow your head and silently pray over them, hoping they will now rest in peace. You move their bodies away from the goblin corpses and conceal them as best as you can before into preparing to make the trek back to camp to afford you what has, what has occurred here. You've taken less than ten steps. When a sound reaches your ears, that instantly demands a new course of action. A long, terrified shriek sails out of the dark cave, eerily resonating through the nearby forest. A second scream, clearly human, echoes from the cave but ends abruptly, replaced by a sinister and telling silence. The blood, your blood runs cold as the horrific sulfur sounds you just heard dawns on you. The goblins have taken human captives into their lair. The realisation you may, may be the only hope any captives of the goblins have of ever leaving the cave alive sinks in. Any delay on your part will likely cost any humans in the clutches of the goblins their lives. With this unsettling thought foremost on your mind... You turn and take several cautious steps towards the foreboding goblin there. And that finishes this scenario with 32 experience to general. Alright, goblin work into the dark now. 
With your every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you cautiously approach the wide, dark mouth of the cave. A small thicket a dozen yards from the, from the cave provides ample cover. From the relative security of this vantage point, you, you closely monitor the entrance of the goblin lair, having witnessed no sign of any movement in or out of the cave for several minutes. You steal out of the thicket and into the shadowy cave. You stand just inside the mouth of the cave. The fresh air drifting in from the forest outside is in stark contrast to the stale, heavy air of this fetid goblin now. Okay, I'm in the southeast corner. Well, very near to, near to it. Okay, I'm making my way a little bit northeast. A pair of tattered, blood-stained boots lie discarded on the floor of the cave here. You carefully examine them, but decide to leave them where they lie. I mean... I guess there are some things even I won't pick up. Uh, wait, wait. Quick stab down. Yep, just equip that. Gets my luck up. Alright. There's a little alcove just to the northeast of where we started. A bulky garp goblin wielding a broken sword with a weighted blade steps out, steps into view out of the shadows at the end of the passage. He snarls viciously and charges at you with surprising speed, forcing you to hold your ground and defend against his savage attack. It's a large goblin warrior begin combat. The cave goblin claws at you viciously. And it's slain. 69 XP. You step over the bloody corpse of the large goblin, only to find yourself confronted by two more of his kin, as they slink out of the shadows. At the end of the passage, the spear-wielding duo rushes forward and attacks. It's two cave goblins this time. A sudden surge of energy overtakes you, and you lay an impossibly swift blow upon your enemy. That's a lead for 11 damage. The cave goblins claw at you viciously. And are slain. 2 XP. Make a quick search of the three goblin corpses and discover a key in the pocket of the large goblin's grimy, bloodstained tunic. You pocket the item. It's a rusty iron key. This large iron key must unlock something. Lying against the wall at the end of the passage, you find a cloth sack containing a large amount of gold. That's 239 gold, which is pretty nice, I guess. I mean, since it was just there. Alright. I mean, there's a, little, there's a little rectangle at the start. And I'm, I'm exploring the western side of it. You proceed with caution through the shadowy goblin lair. A blood-stoked cape is crumpled on the floor of the cave here. Make a quick examination. The article decide to leave it where it lies. Alright. Two large spear-wielding goblins suddenly loom into view out of the shadows ahead. The pair of the goblins seem to be dutifully guarding the passage. They don't seem to have spotted you yet. Okay, so I can retreat to the west or the south. I can just attack them, or I could use telekinesis, illusion, archery, or thievery. Uh, let's give illusion a go. Succeeded. 64 experience to illusion. The cleverly crafted illusion of a hu wounded human moving along the passage is enough to garner the attention of both goblin glads. They rush forward to stop what they believe to be an escaping gaping captive. They're less than ten steps past you when you step out of the shadows and into the passage behind them. Your surprise attack catches them completely off guard. The goblins stag stab at you wildly with their wooden spears, struggling to overcome the quick, ferocious nature of your attack. Two spear-wielding cave goblins. They thrust their spears at you, I thrust my dagger at them, and then I win. They are slain. 20 XP. You, you quickly search the remains of your foes and discover a small quantity of gold 
in a patched cloth bag. 20 gold tokens. Do, what do goblins do with gold? What do they do with it? Because I don't think I've seen, ever seen any goblin shops. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I probably have seen goblin shops. But I didn't notice. And I just started stabbing. Before I even noticed. Okay. Okay, the path is now... I've got out of the wax angle. And now there's a passage north. I'll go to the west here. Three humans, two men and a woman. Their hands and feet manacled. Are changed to a large stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up, up at you. And for a brief instant you see a flicker of hope. Pass across their broken gazes. Help us, they plead desperately. Y you must help us. Okay, well, 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 obviously I must, but. Alright, I can ignore them for now and head back east. Of course, I will be freeing them at the end of this adventure, no matter what. But if you want to get XP, free them as quickly as possible. Also, it's, it's the right thing to do. That's probably the major reason to it. Attempt to help the captives escape. You quickly set about attempting to free the humans from their chains and manacles that bind them to the stone, bind them to the stone, stone block, holding them in the shadowy lair of their savage captures. I could just use that key I've got, but I also have the power of telekinesis, destruction, or thievery. Or I could press, please, let's please continue. Okay, that just brings me back. Back to the previous message. Okay, I guess you needed that because there's a chance you couldn't do have any of those options available. Okay, help the captors escape. I'll use telekinesis. It succeeded. 64 experience to telekinesis. You summon your power of mind over matter and focus your telekinetic energies on the lock mechanism that binds the heavy chain to the cap manacles. After several moments, a series of satisfying clinks signals your success. The manacles fitted to your hands and the feet of the human snap open and drop to the floor. 64 XP to General. Overjoyed, but still very weak, the three humans stagger to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy well up in their eyes. Realising the remaining danger for every moment they linger here, you promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin lair, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. Now, this would be really annoying in a regular game. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because you know what happened it would be an escort mission. And they would they would always be they would always be randomly running off and 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 drawing other other goblins into fights and you have to defeat them and you they'll pro you'll probably end up having to use a use a lot of your healing abilities just to keep them alive and then probably one of them would die and then you'd fail the mission, you'd have to get them again. But in this, they just said, you got them to the exit. Because 
that's what you do. You just do it. Because you've killed everything on the way here. Three captives, thank you again. Thank you again. You instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Alright. That puts me back at the cave entrance. Movement from the shadows ahead freezes you in your tracks. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a lone cave goblin stalks into view. As a cave goblin warrior attacks you viciously, I stab, it dies. 6 XP. And you get some common loot as well, which I'm not picking up because it's common weapons that they don't sell for anything, barely. And 5 gold. You step over the remains of your foe and cautiously resume your exploration of the cave. Alright, keep going. It's another cave goblin. Movement of the shadows ahead, freezing your tracks. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a lone cave goblin stalks into view. Cave goblins, quick combat that. 6 XP. And some loot that's not worth picking up. Alright. It's a cave goblin hunter this time. Oh, yeah. Uh, 8 XP. More terrible loot. Not worth picking up. Okay, I've just gone a bit north of where we freed those prisoners. And there's another alcove to the west. Two humans. Two men. With their hands and feet manacled. A chain to the large stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. Look at you, and for a brief instant you see a flicker of hope pass along their broken gazes. Help us, they plead desperately. You must help us. Alright, what can I do? Hope you captures the state cape. Now to use the power of destruction. It succeeded. 128 experience to destruction. And that's the most experience you can get from freeing them. You focus your power of destruction on the chains and manacles that bind the human captives to the heavy stone block at the centre of the alcove. Bees of sweat appear on your brow as you strain to focus a surging tide of negative never energy on the heavy iron pieces. Suddenly, and much to your relief, the chains and manacles are no longer able to stand your powerful magical assault. They crumble and fall into pieces to the floor in pieces. 64 XP to general. Overjoyed, but still very weak. The two freed humans staggered to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy swell well up in their eyes. Realising they remain in danger for every moment they linger here, you promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin lair, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. The three captives thank you again, and instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Now, also, if that was in a regular MMO, typically speaking, there would probably be a quest to free four captives. But the thing is, in the course of the dungeon, there'd be about seven captives. And you wouldn't be able to... And once you freed four, the quest would automatically be completed and you wouldn't be able to free any more. And also, once you freed them, about 30 seconds later, they would appear... They would be captured again. And they'll just be there for the next person to free. Or something like that. But this is different, so. Movement from the shadows ahead freezes your tracks. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a pair of cave goblins stalk into view. Two cave goblin hunters begin combat. They attack you viciously. Brutal blow for seven damage. And they are now slain. 9 XP, terrible loot, 2 gold. Alright, and yeah. Okay, now we've got to the north 
to the northwest corner. Alright. Picking a number. Bonus of 146. 40, 44 from Woodmanship. 72 from Feathery. I'm guessing this is a trap. Pick now. 132. 32 experience to Feathery. 32 to Woodmanship. Suddenly, out of the corner of your eye, you catch sight of several figures crouching in the shadows ahead. An ambush. Oh, not a trap. An ambush. Without warning, a spear hurtles out of the gloom, streaking towards you. You twist to your left, narrowly avoiding the deadly missile. A chorus of cruel, inhuman shrieking subtly fills the passage as five armoured goblin warriors stride into view. Five cave goblin warriors, let's just take these down. They attack you viciously. I attack them even more viciously and they are slain. Five XP. A quick search of the slain goblins reveals nothing of any interest or value. You step past the, go the gruesome pile of carnage. Prepare to continue on your way. Okay, we've got another square. Square in the north north part of the dungeon. Here's an alcove on the east side of the square. Alright. Two humans, two men, with their hands and feet manacled, are chained to a large stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you. For a brief instant, you see a flicker of hope pass across their broken gazes. Help us, they please desperately. You must help us, or I help them escape. Ah, well, I've used telekinesis. I've used destruction. I guess it's time for feathery. It succeeded. 30, 32 experience to feathery. Not, not much experience at all. It only takes a few moments for you to make... Expert use of your lockpicks and affect the opening and removal of the manacles that bind the captives. As each of the binding clicks, each of the bindings clicks open, you cast the heavy metal pieces to the ground. 64 XP to General. Overjoyed, but still very weak. The two freed humans staggered to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy swell up in their eyes. Realising... That they remain in danger for every moment they linger here. You quickly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin lair, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. The free captives again thank you again, and instruct you to get them as far as far away from this part part, part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Uh, that puts me back at the cave entrance. Just going to quickly make my way to where I was before. Alright. Movement from the shadows ahead freezes in your tracks. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a blue group of cave goblins stalk into view. It's four cave goblins this time. They claw at me. I stab at them. They die. 9 XP. You step over the remains of your enemies and cautiously resume your exploration of the cave. Alright, two cave goblin wires. Let's quick combat those. Alright, and uh, some loot. 8 XP, some gold. Alright, let's see. Alright, south. I'm going south from the square. There were two alcoves to the west. A small alcove bears evidence of a recent struggle. Blood is splattered on the floors and walls, and a broken half of the spear is discarded in a wild corner. You're about to turn and leave when you spot a curious object shimmering against a far wall. A closer examination reveals it to be a glowing silver wing. You pick up the wing and slip it into your pocket. It's an unidentified glowing silver wing. I should hopefully remember to identify it. Hopefully at the end of this episode. If not, well, just keep watching until I actually remember. This 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 silver wing glows brightly. Will you satisfied you haven't overlooked anything here? You once again set off on your way. Alright, and just south of that. Your progress along the passage comes to an abrupt halt. 
with a sudden appearance of a party of eight goblins moving in your direction. The goblins shriek wildly upon catching sight of you and draw their weapons. With their wicked cries echoing off the walls of the passage, they rapidly close in on you. I've got lots of options here. I could 1. Hold my ground and meet their attack. Use elementalism, archery, thievery, telekinesis, illusion or gating. Uh, telekinesis. It succeeded. 128 experience to telekinesis. You project a powerful telekinetic force against the three lead goblins, sending them toppling back into the ranks behind them. The goblins shriek and curse, striking out at one another as they attempt to regain their feet. As the foul creatures struggle to reassemble themselves, you tweet along the passage and duck into a shallow alcove. Moments later, the band of goblins charge past your hiding place, completely oblivious oblivious to your presence in their chaotic state. To nearly a minute there is no indication they are when there is no indication they are returning, you step out of the alcove and continue on your way. Okay, keep going south, there's another alcove. A helmed goblin clad in a tattered suit of leather armour spins to face you as you step into the small alcove. The savage humanoid style snarls and draws a broad-bladed axe, which he levels threatening at you. I'll have your blood, he grumbles, stepping cautiously towards you. I could run or fight. Well, obviously, I'm going to fight. The goblin warrior leaps at you, unleashing a frenzied attack that reveals a daunting level of combat prowess. With little doubt, you've engaged a master warrior. It's an axe. Wielding Goblin Warrior. It hacks at you viciously. And gets stabbed to death. 261 XP. Whoa. That's a lot of XP. The mighty Goblin Warrior is dead. You quickly search his corpse and discover several items of interest. Alright. Exceptional hide helm. Well crafted hide boots. Unmatched studded leather gauntlets, superior hide sleeves, and an unmatched battle axe. These will all sell for quite a bit later on. Covenant, you haven't overlooked anything. You once again set off on your way. Alright. Just a random cave goblin warrior. 6 XP for that. Another one. For another 6 XP. And 2 gold. Another. Okay, I went south a bit more, then I went west, and here's another. Here's some more captives. The two humans, a man and a woman, their hands and feet manacled, are chained to a large stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you, and for a brief instant you see a flicker of hope pass across their broken gazes. Help us, they breathe desperately. You must help us. Well, of course I will. Okay, the only other... Well, what's this item then? Let's go use this item. And then I'd have freed the captives in four different ways. Rusty iron key. Use. It's done. 32 experience to general. With a series of satisfying clicks, the key you took off the corpse of the large cave goblin. Unlocks the manacles fitted to the the captives' hands and feet. So sort of convenient that they have the same key. The same key unlocks all the manacles. I mean, I mean if it had a different keys for each set of manacles, I would be in more of a situation. But fortunately, they don't. So I, I just had to use the key for any of them. Alright. 64 XP to general. Overjoyed, but still very weak. The two freed humans staggered to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy swell up in their eyes. Realising they remain in danger for every second, every moment they linger here, you, mo you promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin lair, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. 
The three captives again thank you, and instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Okay, back to the entrance. Two goblin cave goblin hunters blocked my path, but not for long. I got 14 gold and 9 XP. Alright, keep going, keep going. Two cave goblin hunters. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Alright. Just got to where we were. Two cave goblin hunters. I'll go to the west. I'll go to the south. Three humans, two women and a man. Their hands and feet manacled, are chained to a large bonk stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you, and for a brief instant you've seen a flicker of float. Hope pass across their broken glazes. Help us, they plead desperately. You must help us, okay? Free them. I've taken all the options now, so I'll just do destruction for the most XP. 128 experience to destruction. It's the same as when I destroyed destroyed those other manacles. They crumble to and floor and fall to the floor in pieces. 128 experience to destruction. 64 experience to general. Overjoyed, but still very weak. The free humans stagger to their feet. Repeatedly thanking you with tears of joy well up in their eyes. Realising they remain in danger for every moment they linger here, you promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin lair, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. The three captives thank you again, and you instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. They depart, and you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Okay. So, that's the... That's the middle part. The middle route has now been explored. Just just defeated some goblins for 6 gold and 6 XP. Okay. There's a little alcove. A little passage jetting off to the northeast. Oh, I think I, I just... Destroyed some goblins, but I wasn't even paying attention. Oh well. What what did I just fight? Six. Okay. Combat. It was just two cave goblin guardians, I thought, and I wasn't paying attention. Sorry about that. I guess you'll just have to play the game yourself to see what happens there. Okay. Oh, more captives. Alright, two two humans, a man and a woman this time. Alright, free them with destruction. It failed. A sudden sound from behind alerts you to the impending danger. You turn around to find a coop of cave goblin cave goblins stalking into the alcove. The crew weapons swarm and at the ready as they close in around you. The goblins are blocking the only exit from this alcove. You must fight these vicious creatures to the get to the death. Five cave goblin warriors. Stabity stab stab stab. They attack you viciously. Brutal blow for free damage. And they are slain. Five XP. There is no time to admire your brutal handiwork. Quickly return your attention to the captives. Okay, help them. Destruction once more. Failed again. Now three cave goblin warriors. Quick combat. 5xp. Return your sense. Okay, help, help them out. Destruction. Succeeded. 128 experience to destruction. Utterly destroying those manacles. 64 experience to general. And I lead them back to the entrance to the cave. And then they one off somewhere. Maybe they go to Dewey's camp. Maybe they go to the nearby village, whichever's closest. I'm not sure which. Okay, 8xp for some random goblins. Alright, I think that might be all the captives freed now. 
but I'm not quite sure. Two cave goblins. Alright. There we are. There's a little circle. Just east the big circle. There's another passage. Oh, no. More captives. More captives on the east side of the cave. Captives escape. Destruction. 128 experience to destruction. 64 experience to general. And I lead them back to the entrance to the cave. Well, there are a lot of captives here. Uh, yes. You can... You get more experience by freeing them as you go. Although, don't worry. They're all freed anyway. This isn't like it's an MMO where they just are left there because you haven't... Because the quest to free them is complete. Alright, 9 XP and 6 gold. For defeating some random goblins. Okay. Now there's there's only a little pa passage to the southeast. A pair of large goblins clad in thick hide armour suddenly loom out of view in the gloom ahead. The savage creatures snarl viciously and raise their heavy spiked clubs. So I can attack, flee immediately, use feathery, archery, illusion or telekinesis. Telekinesis then. Succeeded. 32 experience to telekinesis. Calling upon your power of telekinesis, you levitate a fist-sized stone off the cave floor, only a few yards in front of the pair of goblin... In front, front of the pair of goblin eyes. The goblins, keeping an wary eye on you, creep forward for a closer examination of the floating rock, unaware of the danger they've managed to keep put themselves in. They are being very stupid. As the first of the cave goblins draws near to the levitating stone, it suddenly snaps upwards with tremendous force, scattering the wretched creature's face upon impact. The, the goblin collapses to the ground and does not move again. Through startle, the second goblin quickly regains his senses and charges at you. His spike club poised to make a lighty to lay a mighty blow on you. The cave goblin swipes at you viciously with his spike club as he draws to within melee range. Due to the ferocity of the attack, you will not be able to flee from this combat. You must fight him to the death. I, it's gonna be his death, obviously. The cave goblin attacks you viciously and is slain. 36 XP. Quick, sir! You quick! You quickly search the remains of the two goblins guard, and discover only a small amount of gold in the leather pouch. That's twenty gold. Their clubs seem to be weapons of exceptional quality, exceptional spike club, and a superior spike club. To be sold later. After taking a few moments to catch your breath, you once again set off on your way. All right. Now to the end of this passage in the southeast corner. What will turn up? We'll see soon. And fully healing before I do that. The moment you step into the small chamber at the end of the passage, you realise you're in the presence of the leader of the goblin tribe. An ancient looking goblin, his grimy silver hair pulled back. To long to a long braid, rises to his feet and draws the short sword. He curses at you and starts boldly in your direction. Wait, goblins have hair? Suddenly, three younger goblins, each of them roughly man-sized and clad in studied leather, step out of the shadows and stand directly between you and the old goblin. You instantly recall Jig's words regarding a tree of savage goblin brothers who look after their father, a once mighty but ageing goblin huntsman. We've no quarrel with you, spits the nearest of the brothers, 
his hand resting on the hilt of a broadsword dangling from his hide belt. Be gone before we stick you on a spit. You sense that the three brothers are formidable warriors. But that something about you has unnerved them. It is as if they had not expected any human to delve this far into their shadowy lair. Well, I can flee or I can attack them to... I can, f I can attack them or leave immediately, which will just mean I'll attack them again later. So I should just get it over with. Attack them. You rush forward and attack the goblin who who has who addressed you, hoping that the spear of your attack will catch him off guard. Unfortunately, he, he easily dodges your initial blows and hastily draws and brandishes his broadsword in a masterful display of combat. You had your chance, he snarls. It's Uxbridge the Vicious. Slashes at you with his broadsword, savage blow for 14 damage, and is slain. 69 XP. You step over Uxbridge's corpse and assume a defensive stance, silently challenging one of the two remaining brothers to engage you. It's a challenge that is resolutely answered. The second brother, shorter but heavier than Uxbridge, strides towards you, brandishing a long curved knife. It's a alarming degree, degree of skill. Almost faster than you're able to react, he's upon you, stabbing at you this this deadly sharp blade. Well, my blade is even sharper. It's Ixbridge the Untamed. Ixbridge stabs at you with this long curved knife. And I don't know how I learned his name. Your enemy deals you a savage blow for 7 damage and is slain. 69 XP. Nosuma has Ixbridge's bloodied corpse slumped to the floor. Are you attacked by the lone remaining goblin brother? He hacks at you with an iron hafted hand axe, grunting and snarling with each savage stroke. It's Oxbridge the fearless, begin combat. Hacks at you with his hand axe, deals you a savage blow for 7 damage. Then 11 damage. But he's nearly done. A sudden surge of energy overtakes you. And you'll lay an impossibly swift blow upon your enemy for 9 damage. Then along with the regular attack. And it is slain. 70 XP. At last, overcome by his wounds, Oxbridge stumbles and collapses at your feet. He curses you with his dying breath and then goes still. You, you turn, half expecting to have to engage the elder goblin, but to your surprise, he's no longer there. You search the bodies of the three slain goblin brothers and discover their weapons are of excellent craftsmanship. A superior broadsword, a long curved knife that is also superior, and it is a unique item, and a superior axe. In a large in an unlocked chest in the middle of the womb, you discover a large quantity of gold. One thousand four hundred and sixty-four XP. As you're about to leave the chamber, you spot a leather satchel sitting sitting against the wall. You open the wall bag, are pleased to find three three vials containing an elixir of Quebec. Well, I'm definitely taking all of those. Because those are incredibly limited items. Although, all of them together, they end up weighing quite a bit. Because they're three encumbrance each, and I think there's, well, I'm not quite sure how many is in the game, more than ten. So you want to keep them, but you probably want to store most of them. Satisfied you haven't overlooked anything, you leave the chamber. Once, once outside the chamber, you cautiously make your way out of the goblin lair. Now and again, your, your progress is delayed by the discovery of one or more human captives the goblins have chained up. 
Only when you have freed the thankful prisoners do you continue to move towards the mouth of the cave. At last you arrive at the mouth of the cave and emerge into the fresh air of the sun-drenched forest. You spend the next several minutes checking over your equipment and tending to some of the goblins' former captors who have gathered here. When you are certain they are safely on their way, you set off to reunite Uchig in the ruins of the old church. You are eager to relate to him the details of your most recent adventure, and you have a feeling he wants to hear all about this one. Although, admittedly, I'm not so eager to tell him about the four of his men died. Because he presumably, he presumably knew them, and they were all friends. Anyway, that ends this scenario with 512 experience to general. So obviously the next part is part two, the hunting begins. When you associate with someone known as the Troll Hunter, you have to know that sooner or later it's going to come down to hunting trolls. And then there's a lot more to go. Because this is a proving ground and those adventures are always a bit chunky. And so anyway, until then, farewell fellow adventurous save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details